Welcome to Strong Faith Fit Life, the daily-ish podcast where we explore the intersection of faith and health to help you build strength from the inside out. My name is Deborah. Welcome to the show. Episode 15, How to Eat an Elephant. I have been writing down my goals in a journal daily since 2017. It has been life-changing for me. If you think I'm overselling it, I promise you, I'm really not. It all started with this goal-setting workshop that I attended back in, oh my goodness, the fall of 2017. And this friend invited me to go with her. She happened to be in the area. We put our kids together and they hung out. They were old enough. My oldest is babysitting. And she and I went to this great event. And they had a process about like a workshop on how to do goal setting. And it was something I hadn't done before, like since probably college, where you're talking about college goals and, you know, you're in high school, you're writing your prep stuff and you get to college, you do your same thing. And they're like, what's your dream job? And you just list that, you know, my dream job is this over here. And there's practical application in both high school and college to kind of walk you through that particular process. But when you become an adult, it's kind of open-ended. So before this workshop, I kind of had a lot of hope. My husband used to say, you hope in one hand, do something nasty in the other and see which one fills up first. And he used to say poo in the other. Uh, But anyways, so I would say things like, one day I'll have a business. One day I'll be in a bodybuilding competition. Maybe I'll go to medical school. Maybe I'll be a lawyer. Maybe I'll have a farm. And those all sounded great. They were like lofty goals, right? And they were just this kind of nice idea. And the reality, it came down to myself going, I had this kind of conversation while I was doing this workshop, like, how do you choose? Which one of those goals do you want to be? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? What are you, what are you going to do with your life? And when you have kids and you've been homeschooling for a while, sometimes those questions are hard to answer. And maybe you haven't, maybe you don't have kids yet. And maybe you have not homeschooled ever, but you're probably still asking these same questions because I know a lot of us do. So when I started writing my goals down, I think it was really funny because I only would do the end. I'd only focus on the end goal. That'd be like saying, I have a million dollar, I have a million dollar house. Okay, that's it. And so I kind of started super lofty with these four goals. And I'm going to share them with you because I think it's important that you hear them. And my first, my first goal was compete in a bodybuilding competition. Second one was to have an organized house. Third one was to become a famous author. And the last one was to travel. And I loved those goals. I sat with them every single day. To be honest, though, guys, I didn't know what to do with them. How was I going to make that happen? And of course, with any good goal setting workshop, they do tell you to break things down into a plan. And I did. But like the bare minimum simple step, like bodybuilding goal, just I worked out every day. That was how I that's how I approached it. I'm just going to work out every single day. Seems logical, right? That's going to get you to your goal. And the reality is it can. But somehow or another, you're not going to just fall asleep one day and wake up on stage. And that, here's the thing, I got lost because the goal that I had selected was big and I gave myself a very actionable step. But that bodybuilding goal was still on my vision board a year later and then two years later and I hadn't made any headway. And I was frustrated because clearly I knew it was doing actionable steps, meaning I was showing up at the gym, I was eating well, I was telling myself this is going to happen. However, I began to doubt that it would. So where did I go wrong? In the first place, I made the mistake was not creating a series of actionable steps. What did I think I needed to do to get to that competition? 
And if you don't know what you need to do to get to a certain goal, I highly recommend using Google. It is actually where I went. I was like, what are the components of going to a bodybuilding competition? Somebody will have it written down for you, whether it's a bodybuilding competition, being a famous author, or, you know, traveling around the world. There's actionable steps online. They may not all be for you, but at least you'll see what other people are thinking about. If you're ready to take control of your health and align it with your faith, then head over to Facebook and join the community group at Strong Faith Fit Life. That's Strong Faith Fit Life. Okay, back to the show. And so I'll say this, I am definitely a little slow. And it took me two years of sitting with that goal to figure out what I needed to do. And here's, I'm going to give them to you. So I needed to pick a trainer. I needed to sign up for coaching. I needed to do a posing workshop because it takes posing. I needed to buy a suit. I needed to find someone to help me with my nutrition. So that single action point that I had was a very good action point, but it was missing the mark because it didn't have the other five action points collected with it. And so the reality is I tried to take the end goal and eat the whole elephant at once. I just assumed if I show up, it'll happen. And most of us who set fitness goals, we actually do the same thing. I have worked with clients and some of them can see the end so clearly. They are at the finish line before they even run the race, just like I was. They are good at seeing the path, sort of, what it takes to get to just the end part, skipping the starting zone. So what do I mean about that? Let's think about New Year's resolutions. Going to the gym is likely on your resolution list. The average person buys a membership to the gym, goes to the gym, works out super hard for like five days, maybe a little longer, and then the workout fatigue sets in. Everything hurts and they're dying. And then they're kind of done because everything hurts and it feels like you're kind of dying. Nobody wants to walk around using the handicap bar so lower yourself onto the toilet. Um, though I will say every now and then I'd have a leg day that's still like that. Uh, and they're not intentionally done. Like they're not in their head saying I'm done because I hurt, but they're stopping because they hurt. And what it actually does is it tells the brain that they're done, even if that's not the intention that they do. And the reality is at the gym, everybody who starts in January, by the time mid-February rolls around, most of the new people are gone. By, Feb by March, almost all of them are gone. You're lucky if maybe you have 1% left. And why? because they tried to eat the whole elephant at once. We have to slow down. We, do, we need to do smaller bites. And so here's what I like to tell people. If you're gonna go to the gym or you're gonna start a home workout program, all I want you to do is 20 to 30 minutes twice a week, Tuesday, Thursday, like Wednesday, Saturday, just twice a week. Sprace it out, do Monday and Friday, it's fine. You just need to do it twice a week, no more than 30 minutes. Why? Because you're trying to wake up those muscles. And we talked about stabilizer muscles and all the things that we're using earlier. You were trying to wake up your body and you don't want to wake the body up and put it in an inflamed state where you hurt so much. But if you only do it twice a week, you're not going to hurt so bad. After maybe three weeks or so, adjust. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Do that for three to six weeks. Then you start to add on more as needed. And that can be more days in the gym at 30 minutes. Or it could be that you stick with 30 minutes and you begin increasing by 10 minute intervals. Now you're 40 minutes, now you're 50 minutes, now you're at an hour. You don't need to do more than an hour, guys. And then when you get to that hour, you can be like, okay, I can change the intensity, I can change the weights, I can do all kinds of things. And here's the thing, it feels so slow, but this is what creates lasting change. Just like when we work on weight loss, 
If we lose 10 pounds of weight in a single week, it's not body fat, it's water. It's not sustainable weight loss. And most of it, if not all of it, will be back on whenever you stop. The old parable holds true. How do you eat, a, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow the show so you can get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also join me in the Facebook group Strong Faith Fit Life. Hope to see you there. Until next time. Bye.